millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Säger välkomna till ännu ett avsnitt av Rock Bottom. A rock Bottom, a Rock Bottom. Tack Anders, det räcker så. Mm. Idag så sitter vi med ett finsk band, men vi kommer att prata engelska för deras bekvämlighet. Precis, för att jag provade min finska på dem och den funkade inte alls. Nej, de, de såg faktiskt... För, för jag, lärde mig grej, jag lärde mig en grej här. Vi kan testa dem på dem igen. Jag lärde mig en grej när jag flög med Finnair till Los Angeles. Och då satt en flygvärdina där och sa att Lär du den här ramsan så kommer du få gratis sprit hela vägen till dig. Aha. Och så talade de om det för mig. Så satt jag och övade och övade och övade. Det här var ju 20 år sedan. Uh, um, I'm very sorry about the pronunciation here. Uh, it's, it's more of the Karelian uh, dialect I have. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, That explains. Sin och varpat och vad kan esken pejsligt mansikat. They look offended. <laughs> yeah. Did, did, you, did you get that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you talking about our toast? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a poetry. It's, yeah. Maybe it's a good title for the next album. It's yes. a it's a great pickup line. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Let's yeah. give a big welcome to Amorphis. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, I should say that that means your toes are like newly-tvättade jordgubbar. Oh, okay. So it's not just a skit. Okay. It's not a bad thing. No, it no, 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 no. No one has ever used that as a pickup line for me. <laughs> no, there's a first for everything. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> so, why do you think Finland is so prominent in metal? That's a really hard question. I guess, you know, it's uh, it's this uh, thing that has become like a cliche after Lordy won the Eurovision. You know, it, it's, metal music started to be like... Uh, Started to be like acceptable everyday music, like mm-hmm. really, really like popular. more mainstream almost. Yeah, more mainstream, and uh, it's not the case anymore. I guess it's like everywhere. The domestic hip hop is now ruling the lists. In but but still, metal is very very popular in Finland, and especially Finnish bands are. You know, Finnish people like to support domestic bands. I guess. That's yes, and we we have one re- really big radio station in in Finland, and they are still playing rock and metal uh, at a lot. So it, it's it's great to have this kind of mainstream radio station still who are into metal. Mm-hmm. If we backtrack a little bit, uh, the the first hard rock band from Finland that I could mm-hmm. even think of. Mm-hmm. 
And you know them? Harold Rush. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, before was, that was Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Of course. Yeah. And, they, and they couldn't even spell the name right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not even their own words. <laughs> I But love that. Yeah. Rocks was the first international band. Yeah. And oh, it, was, yeah. it was funny. Yesterday when we took a little walk last evening, we were just talking about when uh, uh, Andy McCoy and Mike Monroe And the guys, they moved actually to Stockholm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and they world. moved uh, to the rehearsal room next to a band I was working with. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, a Swedish band called Heavy Load. All right. And they were rehearsing next to each other. So we were going in and, you know, checking yeah. it yeah. 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 out. Yeah, but it was like uh, really hard times for the guys at the time. You know, They, they didn't have like a, any occasional, any home to stay at. You know, they were hanging wherever and... and Try to score some dope somewhere. <laughs> you know, the usual 80s yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, they had that problem. Heavy yeah. didn't. <laughs> But they had a passion for music because it, it it must be a really big thing in that times to move from Finland to Stockholm just for the music, and that's something you have to res respect, of course. Mm -hmm. But then in the 80s, Sweden delivered a lot of these hair metal bands like mm -hmm. Europe and Treat and Dalton and 220 Volts. There were so many bands, mm -hmm. none from Finland, really. What happened? Uh, you you completely missed. Well, I, I think the music business in general was something that we didn't have in Finland back in the days. Nowadays, when you have have a band, there is some people in Finland who can really help you, and and they know know the business, music business, and, and know the right people outside Finland. But that wasn't the case in in the eighties, and uh, I think the pop music culture in general in Sweden, it's it's. Uh, It started to develop before in Finland, and we always invite Sweden for that yeah. <laughs> because you have great bands here, like in metal scene also, but also in rock and and stuff like this. So we are we are trying to learn something from Sweden. Yeah, Finland was living in in like a bubble, you know. Even mm -hmm. though we had all these record labels, but they were just working together, and, and there was no. No cooperation with the with the labels abroad, so that, that's probably one of the reasons. And and you know we get stuck just making Finnish music for Finnish people. That's that's how it was. But it wasn't in Finnish. You you, you didn't sing in Finnish. Us? Huh? No, no, no. And <laughs> not in us case. I was talking about like the previous times, like the times when Hanoi Rocks was starting to. You know, they they had to travel abroad yeah. to get attention. Right. And back in the days, <clears throat> all the big. Bands played in in Sweden, but they didn't come to <coughs> Finland because it was really expensive to come there. So it was hard to if you wanted to see like like huge rock bands, you had to fly to Sweden or Stockholm to see the bands. Mm -hmm. You mentioned lyrics, and and you have used Kalevala probably yeah, yeah. Yeah. really badly <laughs> frequently as a source of inspiration for mm -hmm. your lyrics. How come? Well, it was just an idea back in the nineties. It, it just actually it started as an idea. You know, we recorded our first albums here in Stockholm in Sunlight Studio with uh, Thomas Coxberg. Sunlight that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, after we finished the first album recordings, we had this leaking uh, line back home. Mm -hmm. And uh, that idea just came during the ferry trip that uh, probably we should try this Kalevala poetry. Because, you know, it's, it's the themes are these old Finnish myths and, and, and very much related to this, this Viking heritage. And the uh, Acer gods. And yeah. So um, 
And you're still using that on, on Queen it of Times? It's a soft, yeah, it's a social piece press. We like have a Golden Elk. Is that something from? Yeah, we have an outsider who's been like doing lyrics for us, like now Pekka mm-hmm. Kainalainen for for six albums. So. But it's it's it is like a perfect match, like of course you know metal music and and these old myths, you know. Of course. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah, that's again what Heavy Load did. They used the Swedish. Mm. Viking yeah, mythology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drummer even had a <laughs> Viking outfit on. Yeah. Great or, idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Amon Amarth. You know. But but could could hard rock work with Finnish singing in Finnish? Yeah, yeah we have some bands in Finland, and and uh, that wasn't the case in the eighties. But nowadays, it sounds more natural. I think growling in Finnish would be perfect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like an aggressive okay. language. <laughs> no, I think that 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 scene started like. Maybe 15 years ago or something, there was one one really big band in Finland called Timo Rautiainen and Trio Niskalaukaus. And that means <laughs> uh, it's it's the name it's of the dude and and and, and, trio. and it's a three trio oh, okay. trio yeah. next next shot. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, okay. but they did in Finnish. Yeah, of course they they weren't the first one to do it, but they really made it big in Finland. And, yeah. And, and, uh, Nowadays, it's not that uh, exotic thing to use Finnish Finnish language uh, in the rock band, and also Stamina. It's it's one really famous band in Finland, and they actually have toured a little bit in Europe also using Finnish. And after Rammstein, I, I think it's it's not a thing not to use. Maybe we're also. more open to yeah yeah mm. yeah. Tell us about your new album, Queen of Time. What has changed since Under the Red Cloud? Mm. There's some fresh ideas. We uh, we worked again with Jens Bukran on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, recorded actually the album in, in Örebro. And uh, yeah, it, it's uh, we, we had such a good experience with recording Under the Red Cloud, our previous one with, with Jens. So we definitely wanted to, to work with him again. And obviously he likes to work with us, so he got a lot of like new ideas about mm-hmm. orchestral arrangements using... Uh, Real choir flutes there to press the sound world. I guess that's that's probably the most obvious thing what people can be hear heard on mm-hmm. the new album. That's definitely something that that has that has changed and colored our sound world. But still, we are not doing like this uh, opera metal or symphonic <laughs> metal thing. It's just there to give the flavor to the. To the so sound. no, like symphonic orchestras and and church choirs. On stage. No, 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 that's not. <laughs> no, no. Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah. In all the genres, uh, because hard rock, has so many sub genres yes. today. Yeah, yeah, of uh, where, where would you say you fit in? Well, it's hard to say, but I would say we are just a metal band. You started out more death. Mm. Yeah, yeah, of now course. You're, you're morphing into something more. Well, I, I would say orchestral, but okay, I'm not using <laughs> yeah, that yeah. term then. Let's not use it. <laughs> Let's say extreme. <laughs> and there's uh, a, a mix or, beca- bet- between uh, growling and actually singing really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think it's more like maybe melodic death metal or melodic metal. I don't know because we have lots of lots of metals here and there and and, and uh, layers and all kind of stuff happening during the songs. But uh, I think the basic thing is is just six play six guys playing metal and and uh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Which bands did you listen to uh, coming into this band? Well. I, I joined the band like 13 years ago, and uh, when when these guys started the band, I I found them immediately. I I had the first record, and I was really into that kind of Scandinavian metal scene. Bands like Into Grave, Dismember, 
and from Sweden and, and from Finland, Amorphis and uh, Sentenced and Xysma. So it was really interesting scene and, and lots of different things happened during the beginning of the 90s. And uh, I still listen to those classics a lot and I'm still into metal. And uh, those are my... But did you come straight into that, uh, which is quite well, extreme yeah, metal? Or well, did, you, did you go through Kiss or well, did you go course, through Judas yeah, Priest? And... I think... Trash metal. Yes, I, <laughs> uh, I think uh, Metallica Wars was the biggest influence for me as a kid. Uh, and uh, after that came Sepultura and, and uh, D-Side and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to grow up with the Iron Maiden was probably the first big like live shows I saw these in, in Helsinki Ice Hall. Do you remember what tours? Um somewhere in time. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, then, of course, Deep Purple, and and uh, that that gave a huge impact. Uh, what Black a great Sabbath, band! Yeah, Black Sabbath or Dio. What you know, a great band! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know the, these classics. We used to love a lot. And besides, of course, what Tommy mentioned about we got in, in the early nineties, we got into this sort of new extreme death metal movement, and and started to form our first bands from there. So. But our band's case has always been that we want to develop at least a little bit. Perhaps not anymore, that much anymore, but, but back in the days, you know, when we realized that that we can actually actually create something else as well than just play. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Riffs and crawls. That was for us. It was really interesting. Then to to combine different elements, like either it's it's from the folk music scene or or from seventies or wherever. 
and even very early stage we already took like real Hammond organs to to, <laughs> to our music. And oh, that's really weird, you know. We do just scrolling stuff with Hammond organs. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't like a true <laughs> cool organic sound. Oh, I love okay. the sound of Hammond. <laughs> yeah. Where do you have your strongest following outside Finland? Well, Germany, of course, and uh, Europe in general, and we have played all around the world except Africa. And uh, it's, but that's it's, not in Europe. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, in Europe, I think it's 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 mostly German Germany and and uh, Switzerland and uh, mm. I don't know what's the situation in in really uh, south. We have played there in Greece and and Spain and stuff like this, but uh, I think the biggest uh, audiences are in uh, in Germany. But you've been to Japan. You've been mm. to yeah, Germany. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good territory as well. Yeah. We now go there. Actually, that's probably the first real club shows for the new albums in yeah. Japan in June. Go to Tokyo and Osaka. So that's been like a very nice market to us, and we try to to visit Japan every year. So. Mm, nice place. Well, where, where's the strangest place you played? Well, we did mm. this one quite long uh, Russia tour a couple of years ago, and we went to the really east. Vladivostok. Right? Vladivostok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was you don't you don't see that on on merchandise too yeah, often. <laughs> no, no. But yeah. it, it was it was great. It was really hard because the country is so huge, and you have to have these flights, and uh, it's it's like eight hours flight uh, inside the country. That, so that tells something about the, oh, yeah. the size of the country. <laughs> the, the weird thing is about the Russia is that you usually the best way to travel is with the train. If you're gonna fly somewhere, you always have to fly through Moscow. It doesn't matter oh, where you are, but you have okay. to. You have to change your plane. The hub yeah. is Moscow, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um, then there was this Habarovsk, which was really <clears throat> interesting. That was uh, a show before we went to Vladivostok. It's a city quite near Vladivostok, and it says that the venue is, is a circus. We of course thought that it's like a, it's a club called circus, <laughs> yeah? Yeah, but it was actually a real circus. It was real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was real animals there. <laughs> like, like really, really old circus. <laughs> yeah, circus tent. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a tent. It was like a like, yeah, like, like a, a dome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A dome, exactly. Yeah. And then so you I have to like uh, use the dressing room together with with tigers and stuff. And gorillas. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I get really bad allergic reaction because I'm Ooh. allergic to horses and horses in the. <laughs> and that's something you can't really put on the rider. No horses yeah, in the yeah, dressing room. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't like a stage. There was only this, this circle thing. And, uh, and the audience sitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was also lots of... <clears throat> like gladiator know. style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a flat thing. And then we played there. It was and really... the sawdust? Or hmm? did, did it have sawdust on the floor? <laughs> sawdust? <laughs> what is it? When you saw... Oh, that oh. one! Yeah. No, no, I think it was like asphalt or something. But uh. but there were people sitting, and when they wanted to stand up, there was this uh, millis or cops like saying, "No, no, no!" If something went wrong, you could always send in the clowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is just priceless. I love that. Yeah, that's one. Of, of course, I, I guess you have seen some uh, really scary uh, videos from YouTube. Uh, from the roads of Russia when people are driving and there are some crazy drivers. And yeah. There's some crazy drivers yeah, in yeah, Russia. And we had also our experience of that. Tell so, us. Well, it was really, really close that we crashed with, with some sports car. Someone came over and went like this. Well, 
didn't crash, but it was pretty close and, and it was a really scary moment because we travel with a bus a lot. Mm -hmm. So, right. Yeah, Russian roads stay out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe those long flights aren't yeah. too bad, um, yeah, come yeah. to think of it. Have you uh, gotten to meet any of, of your old heroes on, on festivals and stuff? Sure. Like, uh, we opened for a lot of these huge bands like Metallica, and we get a chance to meet James Hetfield, talk with him. I uh, always ask, did Did anyone meet any of their old heroes? And was anyone ever an asshole? And everybody says, <laughs> no, everybody in the metal community is so nice and supportive. Yeah, that's true. Well, bar one or two. Yeah, but yeah, overall, they're yeah. nice guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I I don't think we ever faced into any any um, assholes. Yeah. Jason Newsted was a little bit weird. He was touring with his own band, but he was, I guess, very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an excuse. Yeah. Good, <laughs> he wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's in the pipeline for Amorphous this spring and summer and fall? The rest touring? of the year. Yeah, there's going to be, of course, summer festival season. Lots of festivals in Finland and, and Europe. And, and then we're going to do this North American tour with uh, Dark Tranquility. Mm -hmm. and uh, Moonspell from Portugal and Omnium Catherine from Finland. That's going to be like a five uh, weeks tour. So mm. when do we get to see you in Sweden? Um, do you know? I think after North American tour, there will be some shows in Finland. And after that, we're going to have uh, our first leg of uh, European tour. And mm -hmm. we definitely will come here also. Yeah. Well, Last summer we played in, in Sweden yeah. Rock. So it's a great oh. festival. Yeah, it's a pretty good festival. Yeah. It, it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it works. The lineup is pretty In a way. nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like Italian festivals. Ah, oh, manana. <laughs> is there a no, difference Spain, <laughs> between tour life now, as dare I say, mature men, compared to mm. when you started out as youngsters? Well, it's it's. I think everything is, of course, way more organized these days. Mm -hmm. And uh, back in the days, you really didn't care anything about, you know, just didn't care that if you have a bunk in the bus or not. <laughs> you know, but, but more these little details come more important, I guess, you know, you have your own space. Because we spend that much time on tours and it might be that, that like with last album, I think the longest tour was around two months in, in North America. So you really need your own little space. Mm -hmm. And so you pretty much stayed in the other. bus for two, for that? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No hotels? Well, the day offs or, or shower rooms or something right. like this. But, Laundry but, day. But mostly <laughs> day, yeah. in the bus. <laughs> yeah, I think we had like maybe five five nights in a, in a hotel yeah. the whole trip. Eric from Testament told us that the biggest difference between touring as a 50-year-old and a 20-year-old was that now porn is available on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> you get really lazy. Back in the days, <laughs> back in the days, it was these VHS cassettes <laughs> or people were, imagination. <laughs> yeah. People, yeah, people were buying and waiting for a trip to Rayburn One or to Germany to get all these weird. Especially when we talked with the Swedish bands, they had these most weirdest porn. <laughs> Movies ever. Oh my god. I could even go to the Swedish band with porn? I don't know. We're weird, but we're nice. <laughs> Or perhaps a little naughty. <laughs> What is your opinion on downloads, etc.? Is it good or bad that 
you know, music is easily accessible. That's great. <laughs> or you don't get any money <laughs> compared to not getting paid. I was gonna say. <laughs> well, personally, I don't. I don't care anymore. I think just given up. Gave yeah, up. yeah, we lost the war, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's um, in a way it's it's funny. Of course, you know, I guess if you ask from every musician, probably shares the opinion that that, that the business is totally different these days, and it, it changed because of now sort of legal streaming legal downloading, which is the streaming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the bands and artists don't get that much about, you know, if, if people... Virtually are... nothing. Yeah. And, uh, but I guess that was that was the thing. It, it's weird because, you know, everybody were against Napster and, of course, everybody, all the labels were suing suing people for illegal uh, downloading or, or spreading music in, in internet, which was a good thing. But then suddenly this... Uh, monster called Spotify popped up and it was acceptable and you pay like nine euros a month or nothing mm -hmm. and then it's it's basically the the all the stockholders which are like uh, they get they Warner, get Sony and, <laughs> and, and you know and the guy who founded it yeah you know he's gonna stand to make a billion <laughs> yeah so you know it's 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 okay but it's not fair and all of us have turned into I think clothes merchants and especially Maybe your genre, like metal and, and the more extreme uh, genres of metal, mm. you sell a lot of merchandise, yeah. don't you? Well, we merchandise is, of course, you know, like the business is what it is today. and and, and, and But, of course, you know, the bands tour more like we do as well. And merchandise uh, pays a big role there, of course. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you sell T-shirts on tours and, and in that way you finance <clears throat> what you do. But... Uh, but yeah, it's it's the. But it's still it's it's weird, you know. It's like, uh, I think it's 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 fair to stream music, if the sharing would be fair. It's the same thing. Like you now, there's just basically one source, which is Spotify. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing that uh, you want to buy a wine or booze, mm -hmm. you go to System Blog. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can't go anywhere else to buy it. Mm -hmm. So there's monopoly. Yeah, that's that's what. But I don't like the thing. No, like alcohol in Finland. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, but we do sell merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you can get from Spotify. We always uh, finish off here uh, with with a, a kind of fun question. Uh, it's about the cringe song. It's a cheesy song that you really don't want to admit that you like to, to, to friends. Could be a, a song that you heard in your childhood or just some genre that you normally won't listen to. Well, what's your, your, your cringe song? That your fans will go, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one because I, I guess we are really open-minded with music and we listen all kind of stuff. Abba is great. We are listening lots of Abba during the tours. And, uh, and, uh, but what would be like really odd song to, I don't know. You don't cringe at anything since seeing those weird <laughs> horror movies from the Swedish maps. You're just like, well, fuck yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not for anything. <laughs> Do we have a song? Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, it, it can be this like uh, Finnish old slugger, Emma Numinen. Emma Numinen. Gummy ball, come a yard, till box, till day, gummy ball. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. 
let's finish up on that high note and say thank you so much to Amorphis. Thank you. And, uh, thank you. Gummiboll, up yours. <laughs> up your bottom. <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.